Broken Werewolf in London Episode 4 Night Dave and Jack are now completely out of sight from each other, surrounded by darkness and wet. There's a light drizzle. They are standing, listening. The drizzle stops. Jack, did you hear that? David, I heard that. David, what was it? David begins to walk. Jack, with him. David, could it be a lot of things? Jack, yeah. David, a coyote. Jack, they ain't, they, they, there aren't any coyotes in England? David, the hound of the baskets. Jack, bullet pokers, real? Brian, David, Heathcliff. Jack, Heathcliff? Didn't Heathcliff didn't howl? David, no, but he wasn't on the moor. He was on the moors. Jack, it's a full moon, but where the moon? I never howl. This one's long and loud. It's very inhuman noise, terrifying and close at this time. Jack, I vote we go back to the slaughtered ham. David, yeah, they're both visibly worried. I walk briskly back. From where they just came. Although after a bit of fast walking, they are getting nowhere. They stop out of breath. David, we're lost. Another blood curling howl. Jack, shit. David, what is it? David, I don't know. Come on. Jack, come on. Where? David, anywhere. I think we should just keep moving. A growl, a low gruntle growl comes from the outside of the darkness. We stay on the boys. We we hear something out there. It starts to walk. David, it's moving. Jack, it's circling at us. Indeed it is. A boy is trained to hear its footballs. Falls, and they turn slowly, following a snarl. Jack, fuck. We hear the wolf monster stop. And that's it. We know it's there, even though we have not seen it. It sits breathing heavily. David, what's the man? Jack, nervously. Plan, David, not to to relax himself. Let's just just keep walking. They do, and David keeps talking as they walk. David, that's right. A lovely stroll in the moors. Ta la la la! Isn't this thing fun? The things talking them seems to be speeding up. The boys hesitate as they sense it. Run past them. It stops. David, in front of us. Jack, do you think it's a dog? Jack and David strain to see what waits ahead of them. Boys, POV, something is waiting in the darkness. It's a hulking shape, it's barely discernible. But its eyes glow eerily, and its breath is visible. Jack, oh shit, what is that? David, a sheepdog or something? Turn slowly, and let's walk away. The boys keep talking as they move faster and faster. Jack, nice doggy, good boy. David, walk away, Jack. Jack, walking away, yes. Here we are, walking away. They are in a fallout run by now. After a few minutes, fight. Fight, they stop, panting. David, did you see, did you see anything? Jack, no. I'm going to quiet, then how? David, it sounds far away, Jack. Not far enough. Come on, they walk briskly. David. We, wah, David shouts as he slips suddenly in the mud, scaring Jack and us, and himself with a great deal. He lays startled on the wet ground for a moment. Then he and Jack laugh. Jack, 
You really scare me, you shithead. David, you're going to help me up. Jack takes David's extended hand. Help him up. Then, the wolf springs. Exit Mall's night lunging beast brings Jack back down in one fell swoop. David falls back on his arse. Jack is screaming and struggling his door to treads. David scrambles his feet and runs in complete panic. Jack screams as a wolf roars combined. Jack moors night. David runs and runs. Finally he falls out of breath. David, Jack, oh my god, Jack. He gets up and runs back to find Jack on a tall and a bloody mess on the ground. He stares in horror. David. Jack exits night. Various flashbacks of the cuts of swings. A camera adopts David's POV as he fights the dark, savage shape on top of him. Fangs clamp down his shoulder. Then shots ring out and the hulking form rolls off of him. Exit strode straight side of the moors. Night. David, dazzled and bloodied, looks and sees the men. The slaughtered lamb, armed with shotguns, torches running towards him. Looking over at his attacker, instead of a wolf, he sees a very old, naked man lying in the mud, riddled with bullet holes. A villagers crowd round. David falls bound and faints. Fade out, fade in. Eleven. In, inside a hospital room. David Day David is in a small, clean and very white hospital room. He lays on his back in bed, his shoulder damaged and his arm plugged into a bottle of plasma. There are several cuts of abrasions in his arms and face, but he really doesn't look too bad. He opens his eyes, slowly blinks and carry it twice to set up and look around, but he's able to cut to because of the pain he calls out David Jack and passes out however his shout has fetched a nurse she is Alex Price very English very beautiful she goes to the bed Alex Mr Costa she looks into his eyes lifting the lids from her thumb and then checks his chart at the end of the bed Alex Mr Costa David remains unconscious another young nurse Mr Gallagher come in Mrs Gallagher Mrs Gallagher He's all right, Alex. Yes, I think so. He called out just now. Mrs. Gallagher, he's American. Do you know? Miss Her- Dr. Hurst is going to fetch round one of those embassy fellows to see him. Alex, chart says he's from New York, Mr. Gallagher. I think he's a Jew, Alex. Why on earth do you, do you say that, Mr. Gallagher? I looked. Alex smiles. Really, Susan? I don't think that was very proper. Besides, it's, co- it's common roses now. Vars the voice startles the girls. Dr. Hurst. Yes, Mrs. Gallagher. Mrs. Rice is quite right. Dr. Hurst enters. He's an elder man. Older man, wearing an accustomed lab coat. A very commanding and reassuring presence. A girl's embarrassed. Alex, Dr. Kessler. Dr. Kessler cried out a minute ago. Dr. Hurst. Miss Gallagher, surely you must perform some function here at the hospital? Miss Gallagher. Yes, Doctor. Dr. Hurst. Then get on with it. Miss Gallagher. Yes, Doctor. She exits. Dr. Hurst. Begins to examine David. Alex watches. Dr. Hurst turns to Alex. Dr. Hurst, can I be of service, Miss Price? Alex, Dr. Heist, Dr. Heist, go about your duties. Alex, yes, Doctor. She 
starts to exit. Doctor Hess. Oh, Miss Price. Alex. Yes, Doctor. Doctor Hess. What exactly did you call out? Alex, he said. Jack. Doctor Hess. Don't worry, the Jack Goodman, the boy who was killed. Alex, what happened to them? Doctor Hess, the police report. So then an escaped lunatic attacked them. He must have been a very powerful man, although I didn't. I really didn't see what a, that that is any of our concern, Miss Price. Alex, no, sir. Of oh, course, cool, sir. Good day, sir, Doctor. She exits as Doctor Hurst continues examination, looking into David's eyes. Exit dense forest. Day, the camera is held hand, and held running furiously through the almost dense greenery. On the soundtrack of the footfalls, a heavy beating breathing of the runner, the camera abruptly stops and turns, sharply looking into the panting continuing. The breathing gets louder and harder, then too loud, when we cut to the, in, back into the hospital room. Day, David opens his eyes quickly in the silence and whiteness contrasts, sharp read of receding fantasy. Standing beside the, be- the bed are Dr. Hurst and Mr. Collins. Mr. Collins wears a bow tie. He's holding a briefcase. Dr. Hurst. Hello, David. I'm Dr. Hurst. This is a countryman of yours, Mr. Collins. David, where am I? Dr. Hurst. You're in the hospital in London. David, London? Where's Jack? And a strange dream. Dr. Hurst. I should think. So after your recent traumatic experience? David, that guy I was with. He's all right. How did I get to London? Dr. Hurst, quietly. Now, David, I want you to prepare yourself. Your friend is dead. David drops up in the bed and shouts, David, David, what? The sudden exertion, the strain, hurt David. Ow, shit. He sinks back down. David, Jack's dead. Mr. Collins, Mr. Kelster, I am Mr. Collins. Or the American emergency, the hero grove of Grosvenor Square. Both Mr. Gottman's patient parents and your parents have been notified of the, your injuries and everything's in order. David, everything's in order. What the hell? What are you talking about, Mr. Collins? Mr. Goodman's body been air freighted back to New York for burial, and your parents have wired funds for your stay possible until you're well enough to fly home. Who the hell are you people? What are you doing here? Where is Jack? I demanded to see him. Doctor Harris holds David down and calls out, Mrs. Price, Mrs. Price, please, Dr. David, shouting, get your fucking hands off me. What the hell is going on here? Alex enters, Miss Davis shouting, refusing. Mr. Collins, distraught, clutching his briefcase. I realise how upsetting this might be for you, Dr. Mr. Goodman, but please try to refrain from hysterics. David continues shouting and struggling. Dr. Harris, her head's a hopodermic epidemic. Please, Miss Price, the shot is administered and David's held down by Dr. Harris and Alex until his breathing becomes more normal. Mr. Collins, now, Mr. Cusser, try not to excite yourself. Everything has been arranged. I shall come back to check out your progress. I send a report to your parents. The police have requested an interview with you. I have given them permission to do so. Dr. Hurst walks, it, walks Mr. Collins to the door. Dr. Hurst, thank you very much, Mr. Collins. I'll rest now. I'm sure everything will be fine once he's adjusted. He had a look of sh- quite a shock. Mr. Collins, these dumb-ass kids never appreciate anything you do for them. Mr. Collins exits. Dr. Hurst crosses back to the bed. David, how long have I been here? Dr. Hurst, you've been unconscious since you you bought two weeks ago. David, two weeks? Dr. Hurst, you suffered some rather severe cuts and bruises. Lost a lot of blood, but nothing too serious. 
black and blue for a while. You were, there were some junior scars to boast of. The lunatic must have been a very fierce fellow. They say a madman has the strength of ten. David softly as a softly as a drug taken hold. Lunatic, Doctor Hess. Now you, you've given uh, your uh, strong sensitive. You're trying to rest now, Mrs. Price. You see to your needs. Rest now, Doctor Hess. Watches a Doctor Alex. Strightens David's bread. David softly. It wasn't a lunatic, Alex puzzled. I beg your pardon. It was a wolf. Alex bends down to hear. What, David? A wolf. David passes out. Alex looks at Dr. Hurst. Dr. Hurst, did he, did he say wolf? Alex, yes, I believe he did. Dr. Hurst regards David thoughtfully. Enter Dr. Hurst's office. Day, Dr. Hurst is on the phone. He's referring to a desk hunter. Dr. Hurst, but Roger, it's so terribly boring. I oh, dear. It, but it wouldn't, it, it wouldn't we, I see. He makes a note. Thursday at eight. Dinner with your, your, your boring Roger. Yes, I'm sure I will. If I survive, I'm, I survive, I'll survive, I suppose. Another exquisite evening with Roger and Rasmussen. It'd be a good girl. Bye. He hangs up with very disgruntled. The income buzzers. Dr. Hurst, yes, separately below. Lieutenant Viers and Sergeant Man- Manus are here to see you, Doctor. Dr. Hurst, send them in. He raises to greet the two officers, one tall and one and the other rather podgy. Lieutenant Viers, Dr. Hurst. Dr. Hurst, come in. Come in. Please sit. Come. Make. Sit. Some tea? The cop, sit down. Lieutenant Vidas immediately produces a small notebook. Lieutenant Vidas, do not know. Thank you, Sergeant Manners. I'd like some tea, please. Lieutenant Vidas shoots the sergeant a wibbly look. Sergeant Manners, maybe not. No thanks, maybe later. Dr. Hurst says, it's a problem. It's no problem, Dr. Vidas. No, thank you, Dr. Vidas. Dr. Hurst, well then. What can I do for Scotland Yard? Sent Sergeant McManus. We understand the coast of boy was gaining consciousness. Lieutenant Villas stares at McManus. Sergeant McManus, sorry, Lieutenant Villas. Has Curtis said something regarding the attack on the moors? The intercom buzzes. Dr. Hurst, excuse me, yes. Secretary, VO. Roger Madison, Dr. Dr. Hurst, what, what, what's here? Secretary, OWO, he's on the telephone. Dr. Hurst, tell me. Him I'm not out. No, tell him I'm passed away. An old war wound or something. Tell him I'm dead and no more calls. He turns from the interval back to the cops at the hearse. You would say? Lieutenant Bittes has, has Dr. Kessler anything to say concerning the attack? No more. Dr. Hearse, why didn't you ask him? Ask him. 